Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. This man receives sinners and eats with them, grumbled the Pharisees and the scribes about Jesus, to which we say, thanks be to God that Christ Jesus receives and eats with sinners, right? If he didn't, you and I wouldn't know the forgiveness that we have in Christ Jesus. We wouldn't be able to eat with him at his table in the Eucharist if he didn't receive and eat with sinners. We wouldn't be able to draw near to him as we do every single Sunday if Jesus didn't receive sinners. There would be no church, for church is where we are drawn near to Jesus. When we're gathered together by his Holy Spirit in the assembly, the congregation. This church is where Jesus receives us, sinners, in his assembly, at his table, at the altar. Now, as I said at the beginning of the service, immediately after invoking the name of the Lord, we say, Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. If you notice there, in the hymnal, if you look closely at the fine print in the margin, this language comes from Hebrews 10, 22. Let me start at verse 19. Here we read, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in the full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day, that is judgment day, drawing near. Hebrews 10, 19 to 25. Thanks be to God that Jesus receives sinners who draw near to him. And so, before we confessed our sins at the beginning of the divine service, we declared that our help, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 124 verse 8. And then I say as the pastor, I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Psalm 32 5. Jesus receives sinners. Oh, thanks be to God. And he eats with sinners. Thank you, Jesus. And because Jesus receives us sinners, the parable of the lost sheep brings intense, immense comfort to the Christian heart. It's Jesus' answer to the, to the holier-than-thou types out there who think that they don't sin. They think that they don't stink up the bathroom when they use it, that, that they're above other people, more righteous. That disposition doesn't only come from the mistaken churchgoer, but manifests itself among the non-Christians, those who haven't learned humility by Christ our Lord. It's the disposition that rejects an invitation to receive healing calling that invitation hateful. As I speak, 
the LGBTQ protest here in Ferndale is underway. Unrepentant sinners are marching in Ferndale for the third year in a row because we put up a sign that read, Hurt by LGBTQ Culture? Healing here. Our worldly neighbors, they responded to an invitation to draw near to Jesus so that he would receive them and eat with them like the Pharisees did. And they continue in their unrepentant pharisaical behavior, grumbling about Christianity, grumbling about Christ and his people. Who are those Christians to say LGBTQ culture is hurtful? How hateful of them to say that. They're bigots, you know. They're haters, homophobes. We're so much better than them, those closed-minded Christians over there at St. Mark Lutheran Church. We're not the sinners that they are. Hmm. Yeah, that's the point. We are sinners, drawing near to Jesus to be forgiven by Christ. And we're received by Jesus in our repentance. And we'd love for all sinners to know that forgiveness, just as we do. The Pharisees were sinners too, but they didn't draw near to Jesus. And so, they weren't received by Jesus. He wants to receive the Pharisees. He wants to receive the the self-righteous. But they don't want to draw near to him. The same is true for all of our neighbors today protesting God. All of our friends and, and family members who support this demonic rebellion against God. The Lord wants to receive every sinner. And he teaches in the parable. He teaches that he seeks out sinners, even down to the one lost sheep, he says. And as you know from your own experience, because you are that one lost sheep, or at least you were, weren't you? He found you in your sin, in your idolatry. He found you while you were yet an enemy of God, while you were worshiping a false god. What were you worshiping? Were you worshiping self? That's a popular one. How about choice? Maybe choice, money, drugs, alcohol, sex. What was it that you were worshiping? Whatever it was, he found you while you were worshiping it, while you were an unrepentant sinner, and he laid you on his shoulders, rejoicing. And he came home, and he called together all his friends, all his neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. How does Paul say it in his first letter to Timothy? We heard it read today. It is the epistle reading for this, the third Sunday after Trinity. I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer. I was a persecutor. I was an insolent opponent. But I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. Formerly, 
you were a blasphemer too. You were an insolent opponent of the Lord and indeed a participant in the world's persecution of Christ's body, his church. Even if only for a short few hours between your birth and your baptism, not yet repentant, not yet turned to the Lord, and even if only passively, by committing your own sins, in that act you are persecuting Christ. But, but he found you. He received you. And he preaches his grace to you. And he, he baptized you. And he eats with you. In the words of Micah 7, our Old Testament reading, who is a God like him? Our God, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance. He will have compassion on you. He will tread you, your iniquities, underfoot. Not you, but your iniquities underfoot. Indeed, he already has on the cross where he was crucified for you, dear Christian casting all your sins into the depths of the sea, showing faithfulness to you and steadfast love to you as he swore to our fathers from the days of old. What a great God we have. He receives sinners and he eats with us. He he puts us on his shoulders and he brings us home, drawing us near to him. And he brings us to his table. And there is immense, intense joy in heaven over your repentance, your faith, your being found. Christ Jesus died for you. And he has given his body and shed his blood so that you might eat with him now now and at the marriage feast to come. Some today are still learning the Lord's teaching, doing their their due diligence to ensure that they're receiving the Lord's Supper as a blessing and not to their detriment. And so they're not eating with Christ at his communion table yet. But they're still spiritually consuming his word Aren't you, my friends? Even right now. And when they gather to hear the grace that Christ preaches to them, they consume his word. Don't dismiss even this word. All of us are sinners, drawing near to Jesus. He receives us. He has has brought all of us to him on his own shoulders. Some today may be eating his word with their ears alone. Others also with their mouths. Though all of us celebrate to remember that we are sinners, each and every one. Jesus receives us. He receives us in repentance. And he eats with us, poor and miserable sinners though we be humble and without pride of life. Our God comes to the lowly while the haughty protest his actions and their judgment of his gracious and merciful love. Dear saints, there is joy in heaven over you, a sinner 
because you are repentant. Jesus has found you who were once lost. And to that we say, praise be to God. Amen. Amen.